the relationship that you have with yourself determines the quality of every other relationship in life and it doesn't only make me a better family person it also makes me a better leader Welcome to the Kelly Limber Podcast. I'm your host, business mentor and personal brand and style expert on a personal mission to inspire a minimum of five people daily to take action, do something different and show up as that person they aspire to be. If you were one of my five a day, then I am so happy. Thank you so much for those that have dropped messages on Instagram to say that they've done something different today because they were inspired by a guest on one of the shows or have left a review on Apple Podcasts. I read them all and it really just helps shine light on new businesses, on entrepreneurs and just other inspirational women. So in today's episode, I catch up with Meher Merchandani, someone who I've personally known for a really long time in Dubai especially during her fashion designing days. And let's just say a catch up was well overdue. Now, I recently read her first book, Come Alive, which addresses the answer to the question, are you truly alive? Her book uncovers that there is nothing missing in life and that you are enough and limitless. It helps you to understand that you are complete and sheds light on the fact that the relationship that we have with ourselves is ultimately what determines the quality of every other relationship in our life, which I so agree with. But She's got some amazing tips and tools that you can actually go through even during this episode. Her journey concludes that the feeling of something missing is nothing else but the connection with ourself. I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. So let's check it out. Hi, Meher. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you after so long. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be connected to you again. Yeah, so I, I was, it's been so long since we've actually spoken, although through social media, we've kind of exchanged and, and, you know, you kind of keep in touch a little bit what people are getting up to. But I'll never forget, you know, when, when we were really speaking the last time you were really in your design days. Do you remember I featured you in my book, How to Be a Personal Stylist? Yes, of course. I remember our chat at the Fushon Cafe in Mall of Emirates. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I think even before that, you were one of the very first designers that actually gifted me an outfit. It was turquoise. It was all the, I wonder if I can find a picture of it, but it was like all beady. It was just such a beautiful color. And um, yeah, I was like, wow, this is so nice. I've been gifted an outfit. And you know, these are the days before social media and Instagram and all this kind of stuff. But so bring our audience up to speed with kind of where you are, because I know we're here, we're going to talk about your new book and everything. But, you know, give everyone a bit of a backstory, because like I said, I knew you from the design days. You're not necessarily doing that anymore, are you? No, I'm not doing that anymore. I evolved a few years ago into finding myself, finding my purpose, understanding why I am here on this earth. Okay, so so what actually happened? Was there a defining moment that you were like, right, this is it, I've, I've had enough, I'm going to hang up my designer, my designing wings, or what was the what was the catalyst? So there were a lot of obstacles in me becoming the designer I wanted to, though the brand was very, very successful. It was uh, unable to get that momentum that I desired. So it was not able to meet 
the place basically where I wanted to meet the vision that I had set for it. And after working on it and seeing so many struggles one after the other, I was like, maybe there's a message in this. So I, I was very happy doing what I was doing, but then I just felt there was a message in this that I am not seeing and reading. And the day I decided to stop it, uh, it was it was actually a relief. Yeah. And at the same time, I felt very empty. So so I was in conflict. I was like, okay, what is happening? You know, I felt because I felt that was my purpose in life. It was my purpose to dress beautiful women, dress all kinds of women with these beautiful clothes, and uh, that made me really really happy. But uh, but it was it was much harder than I thought it was. So I understood that this is maybe not meant to be. It's you know how sometimes you understand that maybe there is another uh, plan for you in place by the creator. And so I felt a little bit of that. And then um, but before I actually stopped my label, I had also joined the family business, which is in real estate. So I joined my father uh, in his real estate uh, business as a second generation entrepreneur. And I saw immense growth in it. Though again, initially, uh, we had a lot of brands, a lot of companies, which were not in line with what I was doing. But uh, slowly, I was able to find my way, understand what my contribution is in this family business. Then I started enjoying it. And when I started enjoying it, I said, let me uh, put a hold on the fashion brand, which is actually not going the path I had envisioned it to go. So what were some of the skills? Because that's quite interesting because they're two completely different journeys, you know, family business and in real estate and design and dressing celebrities. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, you had just, did you have a store in, in Dubai Mall at one point? Or did so we you- were applying to 25 stores in uh, around the world, yeah, mainly yeah. in GCC and, and US. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were supplying to Dubai Mall, but we were supplying to a store called Mumbai Sane Dubai Mall. That's it. Yes, that's it. I remember now. So what were some of the things that you took from, you know, having the design business into, you know, your family, the family business? Like, what are some of the things that really worked well for you? You're like, because they are so different, but there must have been some crossovers. Anything that you can share that you're like, that really helped me? So I think it's the interpersonal skills, like the relationships you built. Like I had amazing relationship with my clients. I knew how to service the clients, how to keep the customer always first, like they say in the US. So I knew how to manage customer expectations. And uh, that also boils down in any organization, right? Because every organization has customers, they have stakeholders. So I was really able to put them first. And when you are able to put your customer or your stakeholder first, then you actually have a win because you are not playing from the place of ego, but playing from a very humble place because you just want them to be happy. And this is the biggest learning I had in in my fashion brand. I wanted my my, um, customers to always, always be happy in my designs, be it alteration, be it making a new piece for them, be it even delivering a piece on a night that they have to wear it with the alteration. There was a lot of customer service involved. Yeah. And that, I think, really, uh, really helped me to view things from a customer's perspective, which is super important in our business as well. So now, how long have you been in the family business for now? Eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. So it really has been ages since we've spoken then. So has it been eight years since you've actually hung up the design? No, it's been about five years. Okay. But still a fair bit of time. Okay. 
so we we had a little bit of a crossover. We joined the business, and then you know the yeah, stopped designing and working within the family. Then tell me about the next process of the book. So you've recently published. It's self-published. Your your own book, yeah. No, I have a publisher. Publisher. Okay, so you, you've got this. So how did this whole come around? Because I want to get into the nitty-gritty of what you talked about because I think it's really important for, for so many listening. But how did the book come about? So the book came about with a series of learnings. And uh, I think it was, it is the biggest myth buster for me, which I lived with that somebody else's love will complete me. That was the belief I lived with. I grew up with maybe with Disney tales and with, uh, with the Bollywood movies that I watched. It just didn't, didn't serve me. That someone um, else's love will complete you, that you needed to have yes. that. Okay. Yes, yes. I, I think I had some beliefs that explained to me or that, uh, that basically told me that somebody else's love will complete me. Mm-hmm. And that actually didn't work for me because that's not even true. I really defy this belief. Uh, What I believe is first, you are supposed to be in love with yourself. It's only when you prioritize and love yourself, can you actually understand what love is. Mm -hmm. So it is what we grow up with in our culture. I've also seen a lot of other women in our culture that they believe that when you love someone and they love you back, as per your expectations, that's what love is all about. But it's not. Love is much greater and deeper than that. It is understanding yourself. It is knowing yourself. It is accepting yourself for who you are. If you don't accept yourself for who you are, then how can you expect somebody else to accept you? Mm. So these were all these realizations that came about, about, I would say, four to five years ago when I was at the verge of closing uh, or stopping Meher and Radima, the brand, the fashion brand. And I felt very, very empty again. And I was like, why do I feel such a feeling? And when I went back and understood myself, realized, did a lot of work on myself. I went for past life regression therapy, quantum healing to understand that what is my mission on this earth? Why am I here? Because even in business and even on my personal side of life, I did face a lot of challenges, Mm. challenges which, which were probably not meant to be kind of, I didn't expect them because coming from a privileged background with a silver or a golden spoon as they call it in your mouth since the time you were born you don't expect challenges in your way I mean all our parents do the best they can to give us the best life and then um, I mean it's supposed to be and when you are born with that then you expect life to be better and better every day you don't expect to be like a roller coaster after that you just feel that it'll be a smooth sail yeah but life is not a smooth sail right because the core of life is we are here for a learning And we are here to experience ourselves in our true and full potential. Mm. But this is something I I, I didn't know. I was not aware of. Mm. I was not aware that that this life is full of learnings. And I'm supposed to learn so many things. I'm supposed to contribute so much. Had I not faced those challenges, I would have never understood what life is all about. Mm. So I'm very, very grateful to be on that journey of facing the challenges that, that I did. And I have mentioned in the book. And uh, I'm happy to come out as a winner today and uh, as someone who is in the position to contribute and serve fellow humans. So you you talked about just because there's so many things I want to bring up and what you just spoke because I've read the book, um, which I loved. You did past life regression. You did quantum healing. What, what's quantum healing? So quantum healing is also, um, it goes to your subconscious mind and uh, it, it's a lot more, but 
just in short it goes to your subconscious mind and sees where you are what you're feeling it goes to your past and it has a lot to do i think with it's related to your soul and everything and and just that what are you here for to alleviate the pain that you have through releasing limiting beliefs in your subconscious mm. what else did you do was there coaching was there other aspects journaling like what else did you do so i did a lot of coaching i did a lot of uh, work with eo entrepreneurs organization as soon as i was assigned the managing director of palmon group i joined the eo which is the entrepreneurs organization in dubai uae mm-hmm. uh, it is a global organization of about 20000 members mm-hmm. and it's based on a lot of learning they believe that and and of course so do i uh, the more you learn the better you become learning gives you the perspective that you need to lead a fulfilled life in fact it's also shifts perspectives when you know better you can do better and this is something i have really taken to my heart it is a ritual i constantly read i constantly learn new concepts i am so curious and so hunger for learning new concepts and new ideas new perspectives i can't tell you three books at at a time you know in any wow. given time oh wow okay. like one is an audible one is a business book one is on my bedside so so yeah i i mean i'm a big 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 believer of learning it can really change you as a person or transform you rather is a better word for the better I love that. So the more you learn, the better you become. So how is that then in turn reflected in your relationship? So, you know, you're a mom, you've got kids, you're a wife, you're a daughter. Like, how are those relationships now? Because you talk about it in your book, you know, the background that you had, you know, it was, you know, it was a privileged background. You, you talk about that you had, you know, so many opportunities and you had a great relationship with your parents. And then you talk about going into the marriage at quite a young age as well how have those relationships changed since you've worked on yourself i think once we change everything around us changes yeah. we need to change our energy to shift matter we need to shift our energy if we want to shift matter around us mm-hmm. since i have understood who i am since i have connected to myself since i have connected and known myself um everything around me has changed everything has moved to become better i have a fantastic relationship with my husband i have an awesome relationship with my children of course i live with my in-laws they are one of the most amazing souls on this planet they've supported me me with everything that i have ever wanted to do i would definitely not be able to reach and do what i'm doing if they were not with me they have supported me throughout growing up the kids and uh, i mean it's 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 a very loveful relationship all my relationships are very very loveful because the relationship that you have with yourself determines the quality of every other relationship in life that is something i only became aware of after i fell in love with myself and this is the book so the book is about you know learning to fall in love with yourself and it is you know you share that journey i mean you talk about getting married you know the challenges that anyone faces getting married anyway but cultural and and i think what i read when i read the book was like while well, you've talked about a lot of things that i don't think people discuss and and i think you mentioned it earlier like it could be taboo subjects like why what were you scared to write kind of some of these things or was it like no this is my book i don't care what other people feel about it. what what sort of been the feedback So the reason I mentioned what I mentioned and and why why I was feeling all this 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you notice in the book, I was blaming myself for everything because it is nobody's fault in life. You cannot remain a victim. We are often in victim mentality. We feel that if somebody would do something else with us, life would have been better. But that's not true. We have the power to change our life. We have the power to stand up and understand ourselves. We have the power to work on ourselves for bettering ourselves and be the best version of ourselves. So why are we blaming somebody else? So in the book, I have only stated facts that happened with me and how I felt, how I internalized them yeah, and how I was feeling. And of course, if I don't explain how I, how vulnerable I was feeling inside, how painful I was feeling inside, then how will somebody else be able to understand my pain? Because we all go through pains of different things in life. Mm-hmm. We all live in some sort of pain and we all take to painkillers to release them. But the painkiller is only temporary, right? It can only give you temporary relief. Mm-mm-mm. And if it gives you relief for a few months, but it will not cure your pain. So I talk about the cure. How are we curing our pain? The cure of every pain is loving yourself, connecting to yourself, knowing yourself who you are and prioritizing yourself. Mm. And we don't know this. In our culture, at least we don't know this. Yeah. Because we have learned, sorry, (laughs) we have learned and uh, through our ancestors, be it my grandmom, be it my uh, mother, they have only prioritized their husband and his family and the children. Like my mom gave up on her vision, dream, desire to be a speech therapist when my father got her to Dubai to support him because he wanted to grow. So she didn't even try to become a speech therapist because as soon as she came here, she had to learn Arabic. There were lots of other things. She, she, was, she was happy to give it up, be a homemaker and just take care of her two babies. And I remember her treating me and my brother as the priority. So subconsciously, we have those beliefs, right? That we are not the priority. Yeah. But it was high time that uh, somebody told the story that we are the priority in our own life. It, it's first to serve you yourself that you will actually understand what service to everybody else is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of moms that are listening to this and, and even, you know, anyone thinks that they need to put their kids first. Like it's, they're not a priority and they're not the number one. But what you're saying is through the process of loving yourself and the the, the, the journey that, that you've been on there, you are the priority, which in turn has just made you a better mom, has made you a better wife, has made you a better daughter, a better person by prioritizing yourself. Is that right? That is absolutely right because again the relationship that we have with ourselves determines the quality of every other relationship in life and it doesn't only make me a better family person it also makes me a better leader I am so much more better now when I love myself to all my team members all my stakeholders I can fully love them I can fully accept them and this is when you can build a culture of love in your organization and when you actually have a culture of love, one of, my, one of my values in my organization is love. And when you can do this, you always have a win. I have so many stories to share today of my leadership and how I, with love, was able to win over contracts, to win over agreements, terminating agree- early agreements, to uh, win over getting the right people on the bus. Share one, with you know? share, one. Share, share, share one that you can think of. I have so many. So, um, so recently, uh, there was a customer who decided to leave us. He's a, he was a tenant, basically, uh, because we are in real estate. And he said, I want to leave you. I, I'm not uh, happy with 
I'm not happy with the a few things and I will I will leave you and I will pay you and I will leave you. He was refusing to pay, he was refusing to leave. He was staying in our premises for 3 months over now and not paying us the rent. So the property management team got really really upset. They they said that if you don't pay us, we will switch off the diva, which is the electricity and the water and everything. We'll switch it off because this is not the way you're trespassing basically. you have not paid us and you are not renewing you are not signing the contract so what do you want us to do when i learned about this i invited him for a meeting i asked for forgiveness for this way we had dealt with him and i all i said is that we are at pressure in our end i explained to him i was vulnerable in front of him and uh, what did he do the outcome of the meeting was when i asked for forgiveness and expressed my vulnerability in terms of pressure from cash flow what he did is next day he renewed the contract and he paid us in full for the remaining of the <laughs> brilliant the remaining of the contract and the fo- he decided to stay with us for the following year it was just a 40 minutes meeting so everything can be done with love but are you loving your stakeholder are you loving everybody in your life you will only be able to love everybody once you are in love with yourself so can you give us so now our audience that are listening now they're like So how do we love ourselves? So apart from getting your book, which there's loads of, you know, really practical tools and exercises in it, which I love about the book that it's, you know, there's a story, but there's also exercises for you to complete at the end. Can you give us some tips on how to love ourselves? So the first step to loving ourselves is knowing ourselves. We cannot be in love with someone we don't know. It's exactly like a courtship with another. So I would discuss the first step, which is knowing yourself and how do you know yourself? Yeah. spend time with yourself either in meditation silence journal because journal is extremely powerful i think we haven't understood how powerful journaling is when you journal gratitude when you journal forgiveness it really empowers you and it also makes you be in the zone of you know in an elevated zone forgetting memories that are no, no longer served in your life you are forgiving people you are in a state of gratitude you are seeing everything from the lens of being in immense gratitude when you journal you can also journal and write about the love that you have for yourself mm-hmm. so write a love letter to yourself uh, write what you admire about yourself uh, write what you would like like to accomplish today what are your top 3 goals for today and there's so much you can write and when you actually write when you put the pen to paper um your you can drive your day like you want it to go so you're not driven by the day but you are the master of the day and your thoughts then Mm-hmm. So journaling is extremely important then exercising exercise obviously everybody knows has immense benefit but when you do it in a combination on the start of your day it gives you excessive energy to again run your day as per your wants and not be thrown away by things that happen with you so it doesn't only build your muscles and build your fitness but it also builds you mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. so exercise is extremely important and uh, the fourth is again reading and learning i read a book I read a few pages of a book every single day in the morning this is my morning ritual and um, when you know better again you can do better so it's so important to keep reading something from some other person's perspective any self help self development book in the morning is super super helpful so that's that's the first step and then there there is of course i mentioned the five phase process which you can go through which is much deeper how to evaluate your feelings your beliefs how to see what you're constantly feeling so i mean i can discuss that or some you know uh, if people would like to read the book they will see that but that's like a lot of details but to start the first phase which is knowing yourself is super super important and you must be able to do this with starting of maybe 20 to 25 minutes a day 
Okay, so we've got spend time with yourself, we've got journal, we've got exercise, and we've got reading and learning. Um, okay, awesome. And just that point there, I did the exercise of writing the the letter about yourself or the things that you admire about yourself. That was so hard. Like, it's really hard to actually write things. Because, yes, absolutely. Because we judge ourselves more than, more than anybody else judges us. And we don't realize this. So we need to let go. We need to be free. We need to set ourselves free with this. Yeah. So, so, so good. I, I know that um, there's one thing I would just wanted to go back on. It's probably one of my kind of last questions. And then, you know, let everyone know how they can find you and where they can buy the book and what have you. Is how do you prioritize yourself then? You know, I'm sure people think and they're like, they feel guilty. You know, what, what are some of the things that you can do to prioritize yourself? So these are the things you can do to prioritize yourself, which is spending the yeah, time. Which are the, yeah. So a little bit of meditation. Spend your time. What I meant is meditate. You sit yeah. in silence for at least 10 to 15 minutes a day. So, so if you can get up 30 minutes before your kids get up, if you have kids or 30 minutes yeah. before your partner gets up and spend time with yourself through these four ways that we have spoken, you have conquered your life and your day. You are already feeling awesome. You can deal with any situation. This is prioritizing yourself. And of course, there are other things you can get out of the comfort zone. You don't have to feel guilty. You are a human in your own right. And if you take a spa appointment for once in two weeks, you don't have to feel guilty about it, about it at all. So it's about the feeling. And this feeling will evolve the more you work on yourself. And the best time to work on yourself is before anybody in your house gets up, actually. So it's super silent. What time do you get up at then? Um, I get up between 5 and 5.30 every morning and my kids usually get up between 6 and 6.30. So I have a head start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of it's tough and it is hard when you've got children. I guess that whole thing that people might think about, well, prioritizing myself means I just should go to the spa or I should treat myself to some clothes but that's that's a plus but that's not what the foundations are and it not at all yeah not at all cost money to spend time with yourself to meditate it doesn't cost money to journal it you know it doesn't cost money to exercise walking around the park and and moving your body they're all really good things that you can do that's free yes exactly and and you know what the connection to yourself will only start from within If you feel that by buying something extra or spending something extra, you will feel connected, you will not. So the essence and the one takeaway which I would like to say is that connect with yourself. It's only with the connection that you have with yourself, you will be able to become a victor from a victim because we all live in a victim mentality and we need to raise higher from there. Mm-mm-mm. awesome so please share with us the full book title and where can people buy it and where can they find you social media are you on there fill us in absolutely um i have the book up on amazon all the amazons in the world so it's on amazon.ae um, as well in dubai and amazon.com also uh, i have it in kinukunya in dubai mall i have it in borders in mall of emirates it's um, also available on audible I have done an Audible version. It's available on 40 Audible platforms. Uh, sorry, 40 audio platforms. Yeah, Audible is one of them. And uh, and yeah, my uh, you can find me on Meher at mehermichandani.com. I have a website. It has a lot of free 
resources, blog posts, uh, journaling challenges to do. It has a self-love quiz. Um, it has a lot of resources. So please do visit visit the website, which is mehermichandani.com. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you can write to me, connect with me. I'd love to share my experience with you. And uh, I coach as well. If anybody feels the need to have a personal coach, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to coach you to find yourself and fall in love with yourself. I love it. And the book is called Come Alive. Come Alive. Don't Just Exist. Yes. Brilliant. Well, I've so enjoyed connecting with you again after um, what has been hmm, half a decade, if not longer. (laughs) Yes. So good. I wish you every success. And I mean, what's next for you then after this? I mean, will you write another book? Will you do coaching more? Are you growing the family business? Like what's next? All three of them. (laughs) (laughs) my aim is to write the other book uh, to start as soon as this summer to start my other book which is love at work you know how do we perform with love at work to impact our stakeholders to impact our organization impact our personal life and everybody we we can touch so it's about leadership it's love and leadership uh, is the second book about uh, and I am growing my business to the next level we have a fund in uh, the ifc we want to grow it uh, to a certain level and list it on the sgx exchange and um, the third thing was you asked me a coaching i think you were then coaching yes and i am coaching clients and i'm very happy to be coaching and impacting lives and uh, also everything related to what i do on my personal side which is the coaching and uh, the books the proceeds go to um, two charities which is harmony house um, founded by lucy bruce and uh, palmon foundation which is our um, foundation which we provide scholarships for uh, children in india nepal and bangladesh Awesome. And, and and are those charities and everything, they're all on your website. You can find out about that as well. Yes. 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 Well, thank you so much for your time. Loved it. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you or seeing you in person when I'm back. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Wishing everybody on this podcast very happy summer holidays. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode today. I'd love to know what inspired you the most. Was there something that was said? Was there a real takeaway that you're like, do you know what? I'm actually going to go away and implement this. Then if there is, head over to Instagram because I hang out there and I really want to hear what is you say. Come and leave me a DM. Tell me the best part or even better, share it with a friend and inspire them too. We are growing weekly and it's all down to you. Thank you so much in advance. Reviewer of the week actually left this message and it made me so happy. Awesome podcast. Every episode gives me an insight into how I can grow my business brand and manage my life around this. Can't wait for the next episode. That was from DKUB2387. So they mean so much. If you haven't left a review yet, then please do head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review. And don't forget, be inspired and keep following your dreams. Until next time, bye for now.